the Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6534 or call 244-2715. For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky. HSA's cardiology clinic is now located at Smith Road Medical Center. Our cardiology team provides expert care and treatment for heart conditions such as coronary artery disease, heart failure, arrhythmias, hypertension, congenital heart diseases, among others. The new location offers state-of-the-art cardiac diagnostic testing, including echocardiograms, ECGs, and stress tests. To contact, call 949-8600. At HSA, your heart matters to us. The Cayman Islands Health Services Authority's General Practice and Public Health Clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top quality care in a comfortable, modern space enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new urgent care walk-in clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new general practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit hsa.com. KY. Now, Healthcare Today with HSA and our host, Chuck Taylor. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor. I hope you're having a great one as we roll into the Christmas season and roll into all of the fun times of December. Uh, we're just coming out of Movember, uh, which was all about men's health and the continuation of it. So I just wanted to uh, just keep that alive a little bit. I have with me uh, one of the doctors from HSA, uh, Dr. Ernest, and I'm going to try to pronounce your name, Jananga? Jahanga. Jahanga. Yeah. Okay, Mr. That's good. Dr. Jahanga. <laughs> Thank you so much for stopping by here. Um, you're a specialist at HSA when it comes to colon and colon cancer. Give me a little bit of background about that. Right. Before coming to Cayman, I worked as a consultant surgeon in the U.K., the last 25 years and my specialty is colorectal which means anything to deal with the colon and the rectum and the, you know right the <laughs> back parts at the back of the you yes understandable <laughs> understandable right and since coming to Cayman I've been here now almost six years so mm -hmm. um, I have found that we don't really people don't really come forward for Mm -hmm. health checks and things here. Right. And uh, it's something that, especially with uh, colorectal cancer mm -hmm. and the emphasis that we have in November on colorectal cancer, this is a message I like to put forward to all the men first, mm -hmm. but also to all the women because colorectal cancer is one of the bad ones. Okay. It's the third commonest cancer around mm -hmm. for both men and women okay but if you take out prostate in men and you take out breast in women it's, it's number one number two number two wow not a very good statistic mm -hmm. <laughs> it, 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 okay let, let, let's back up a little bit what exactly is colorectal cancer because because now we have an idea of of where it sits in the overall because this is i have to be honest with you I think I've heard of this two or three times, you know, in a conversation. 
how how prevalent is this? Well, the, uh, we can only take figures really from the U.S. or the U.K. Mm-hmm. And one of the simplest figures is that there are around about 120 new cases in the U.S. every year. Okay. So it works out that one in 25 people in their lifetime may develop colorectal cancer. That's a high statistic. It's a very high statistic. And we find that throughout the world, there's a v- very wide variation between this uh uh, um, you know, prevalence. Mm-hmm. So take, for instance, uh, the Americas, Western Europe. It's very high there. Mm-hmm. But you go to Africa and South Asia, that's the Indian subcontinent, it's mm-hmm. very low there. Wow. And you go towards Southeast Asia, it's sort of middling mm-hmm. until it reaches Korea and Japan where it becomes very high again. Okay. And it's very high in Russia. Wow. So, I mean, there are many, many postulates, but most importantly, it's diet. Mm -hmm. Because we find that if people move from a low prevalence, say a person comes from Africa and comes to live, say, in Cayman or in the United States, Mm -hmm. that person also becomes part of the high prevalence. So, Mm, they develop a high risk. directly related to to intake and food substance. And um, I'm maybe not uh, allowed to talk about brands, but the thing we talk about is processed food, Mm -hmm. sausages, Mm -hmm. tin meats. Mm -hmm. Shall I say that word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spam. Spam, okay. Mm. All right. Now, the thing is, uh, processed meats are very prevalent in these societies. Mm -hmm. That is like... Easy easy access Easy access is cheap. Mm -hmm. Fresh food is more expensive. Okay. So... It's the preservatives that you put in the food seems to have a relationship to cause cancer. Mm-hmm. And we find in places where there's very little processed food and where they eat a lot of roughage, mm-hmm. that's a lot of vegetables and a lot of uh, fruits and lots of non-animal fat. Okay. In those areas, colorectal cancer is very low. So we're talking about Africa and South Asia. Okay. Understandable. So so let's... let's um forward in a little bit um now that we kind of have an idea of some of the the underlying tones and the causes of it um as we said it's common that that how how can we better our existence with the knowledge now that 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 we're aware of it would you say kind of slowing down the intake of these would help and not developing this because it seems that like we're almost predisposed to this stuff. Absolutely. I mean, you take for instance, Cayman, it's surrounded by water, Mm -hmm. lovely fresh fish. Eat that. That's good. Mm -hmm. Fruit and veg. That's good. Right. Eat more plant-based food. Okay. It's the processed foods, which really cause the problem. Processed meat. And, and, and I, animal I, fat, I think, is something I, about it. I, 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 and and this is something that I, I kind of, kind of digress back to. At the end of the day, we have to kind of take charge of what we're putting into ourselves. Your temple, yeah. It's your body is a temple. Treat it. Treat it right. Treat it right. Treat it right. So, um, let's uh dive now into. Oh, sorry. Can oh, I break in? Yes. Smoking. Oh, I forgot to add that. Oh, smoking. Uh, oh, yes. It's associated with it. It's associated the the cancer agents within cigarettes. And 
and tobacco is tobacco. A, yep. Tobacco as a whole. Yeah. Do 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 you find that the addition almost is double fold if you're if you're a, a smoker and you eat highly processed food constantly, you're almost kind of erases the bar against somebody who maybe does one or two or or one alone, or it's just across the board. It's just across the board. It just adds things on. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's like uh, if you want to cross the road uh, when the road is nice and empty, mm-hmm. you have very low risk. But try crossing the road at A.L. Thompson's uh, roundabout. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it it it's a it in the best of times. It's still not the best of times. So it, it's rough. That's right. So the lower risks that you take, the less chances you get. Okay. Now, the thing, funny thing about colorectal cancer or colon cancer is it's silent. Most of it doesn't give any symptoms. There might be a little blood, you know, in the stools. Mm-hmm. And you, know, you look at it and say, oh, I've got some hemorrhoids, some piles. That may be the cause of it. Mm-hmm. But it may be a cancer lurking just inside. When you say it's silent, how long does it take to... And, and folks, for my listeners, we're not trying to scare you. We're trying to bring you information. So I'm going to be asking some questions that may seem a little odd and maybe seemed a little weary, but it's a rarity to have a, a doctor here who directly related with this. So I'm going to ask some really hard-hitting questions. But based on that, how long does it take become before you said this is a cutoff point? You're you're six months, a year, two years before you actually see a sign. You know, because what what you're saying, you know, people can have hemorrhoids. They they may have you know the hardening of the stomach. You know, they maybe eat something that causes uh, some sort of of discharge with the stool and things like that. But they don't think of it as cancer of the colon. How often should we get checked? Well, it basically, it comes out to this is that initial stages, there are no symptoms at all. Wow. So uh, you may carry on and you'll be quite happy, you know, carrying on your daily life without knowing it's there. The cancer actually develops from a thing called polyps. That's the most common cause of it. Now, polyps are like little, little like, blebs inside your colon think Mm -hmm. of your colon as a pipe okay and in that pipe you can have little bits sticking out of it now if this little polyp stays there it can stay there for 10 years before it turns bad and becomes a cancer up to 10 years up to 10 years but this polyp that's sitting there is not a cancer but it can change and become a cancer okay so all through those 10 years, you'll have absolutely no symptoms most of the time. Mm-hmm. When it becomes a cancer, then it starts growing at a much more rapid rate. And then it's a matter of progression between 6 months to 18 months before it actually shows up as something. Wow. So, so, so you literally could be having this problem and not know it's a problem for 10 years. Well... For the first nine years, it wasn't a problem. Right, but 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 the the latter of it will it'll kick in the high gear. It'll rapidly develop, and all of a sudden, it's full blown. But it's been there for that long of a time. Correct. Now, 
here is the hard-hitting statistic. If we catch colorectal cancer in the first stage, we've got a 95% cure rate. No, what? 95% cure rate. That's huge. Right. If we catch it in stage four, it's less than 5%. That's just a headline figure. And I love to trot out this figure because <laughs> this is absolutely so, true. So, so literally, if, if, if I, my timing is correct, from stage of nothing or, or early stages to 18 months later, you went from one to four. That's correct. So there is a period of time and, where and, we can and, catch and, it. And, and Doc, you, you went from 95% survival rate to 5%. To 5%. That's, that, that's, that's not two years. That's exactly why. And because it's totally asymptomatic, no symptoms at all, we were finding, say, 10, 15, even 20 years ago, people were only coming in the later stages. Right. So when, 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 it's, when it's a 5%. Yep. And cures used to be dismal. Okay, nowadays we find that the cure rate somewhere around sits somewhere around 60% if you mm -hmm. take all the stages together. Okay. And that's because we've started bringing forward surveillance programs. That means we look at the general population and try and find it by doing certain tests. Okay. And these tests can pick up the cancers earlier and we can offer treatment much earlier. Okay. So, so, so um, you, you're talking about polyps. So let, let's just step, take a step back. Um, I'm in year three and, and I have polyps. At that stage, are you able to say, okay, this is something you need to take a look at and change your diet, change because this has the potential to grow or would you go and do something at that three-year stage? Right. We'll do both. You need to change your diet. And also, we need to remove the polyp. And that's why I come to the ways and things that we do to prevent cancers. Okay. But the first thing we need is people to come forward. And around the world, there are, se there are several programs that are rolled out. So in the UK, everybody gets a little packet in the post with three slides in it. They're supposed to put a bit of stool on the slides, put it back in the post, and post it back to the, you know, the, to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Well, they'll look at it to look for evidence of blood. If there's evidence of blood, they will be called up to have a colonoscopy. So that's the way they do it in the UK. In the US, it's slightly different, where everybody at the age of 45 now has been called to come for a colonoscopy and that's an examination of the colon. Okay. Okay, so that is the two programs that, you know, we are most associated with either the U.S. or U.K. Mm -hmm. So we have a sort of more uh, U.S. approach in this particular uh, uh, condition is that we do offer patient, everybody, not patient, the general population. Uh -huh. Everybody are welcome, 45, birthday, present. Come to see a doctor and get a colonoscopy. Wow. And, and this is male, female. And male, female. It's just that women tend to come more to doctors to sort out their health. Men do also, but, you know, men are scary cats. They're chickens. Yeah, we, we, we are. And, and that's what I was just about to come to. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you find that you are more susceptible to high, have a higher, um, I guess, um, rate of, 
understanding when it comes to females versus males? In other words, do you catch more with females because they do come in earlier? They, they're more saying, okay, well, I'm, I feel a little odd or, or it's my 45th, I'll go do this. Where men is like my 45th, I'm not going to see a doctor to have a calling up. You know, I'm yeah. not. Do you find that that, that is a, a, a real scenario case? Not so much nowadays. Okay. I mean, 10 years ago, I would say absolutely. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, men are taking a lot of cognizance. They recognize that, you know, we need to do these things. We need to keep ourselves healthy. Okay. We need to do it for ourselves, for our family. I find it's the older generation that is a little bit more. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So in in the sample, you, you the first thing that you look for is blood well in the Cayman what we do is we come you come straight to the doctor we go for oh you you, you just go for the complete okay go it's, for the there's no sampling you no. just go right in yeah. and you you take the is there a special um prep that you need to do for this oh yeah <laughs> I, i'll go through that a little okay, bit. okay 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 I'm, I'm jumping the gun yeah yeah oh, I, well, I just wanted to talk one little bit about that sampling business because there's okay. another test called a fit test which is Put it this way, we look for blood in the ordinary test. Mm-hmm. This FIT test looks for DNA which is altered, which is a little better than the plain old stool test, mm-hmm. what we call I, it. I was just about to come back. Doc, hold on, Dr. Ernest, just hold on. Um, if you're just tuning in, uh, you found us as Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm your host, uh, Dr. Uh, hear me, Dr. <laughs> I'm your host, Chuck Till. I'm here with Dr. Ernest, and I'm going to try to pronounce your name uh, Jahanga? Yeah, I, I tell people in Cayman, just call me Dr. Ernest. It's so no, much it's easier. It's so much easier. Okay, yeah. Dr. Ernest. We'll be right back with Dr. Ernest. Uh, we're talking about uh, colon cancer. We'll be right back after these messages. Keep it right here. This is Bobo 89.1 FM. The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6534 or call 244 For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky. HSA's cardiology clinic is now located at Smith Road Medical Center. Our cardiology team provides expert care and treatment for heart conditions such as coronary artery disease, heart failure, arrhythmias, hypertension, congenital heart diseases, among others. The new location offers state-of-the-art cardiac diagnostic testing, including echocardiograms, ECGs, and stress tests. To contact, call 949-8600. At HSA, your heart matters to us. The Cayman Islands Health Services Authority's General Practice and Public Health Clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top quality care in a comfortable modern space enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new urgent care walk-in clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new general practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit hsa.com. Now back to Healthcare Today with HSA and our host, Chuck Taylor. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's Healthcare Today with HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor, and I'm here with uh, Dr. Ernest as we're talking about colon cancer, and he's a special in 
Colorectal. Colorectal. Okay. Just join the two words together. Just the two <laughs> words together. And um, we're talking, we started uh, with cancer and we're moving into the polyps part of it. And also, um, uh, you were telling me about the test that you can do, uh, the UK and, and America, the difference. T tell me a little bit about that. Right. So in the UK, you do what is called as a fecal occult blood. Basically, they take a bit of stool and look for blood in it. Mm -hmm. And if it's positive, then they push you to do a colonoscopy. In the US, we go straight for a colonoscopy. There is another test that we do called a FIT test, which is a little better than the, uh, just a plain old blood in the stool test. Mm -hmm. But it still misses things. So all these tests can sort of rule out they don't rule out anything. They just point you that to the direction of needing a colonoscopy. Okay. So if you get a negative test, you cannot really say that you're clear. Be because it's still missing information. And there are patients where even though the test is negative, they have something in there. Wow. So, so, so the best route is realistically to go in and have a colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. Yeah, colonoscopy. And just get, and, and that is the, I would say, the most complete test that we have right. available. The, the term we use is a gold standard. The gold standard. That's the best. Basically, because if we do find something, we can either take it away or we can take a biopsy. Mm -hmm. If you do other tests, like take, for instance, you can do a CT scan, a special type of CT scan. Mm -hmm. It may pick up large tumors. It very often misses small ones. Okay. And even if you find it, you still have to have a colonoscopy. So, so just go straight to the gold standard. Absolutely. And, and, and at that point, a lot of information can be added or eliminated at that point in time. Yeah. Doing a colonoscopy, the previous uh, recommendations was you do it once in 10 years. Now, the American Association uh, has brought on a new uh sort of protocol, and they said you've got to get it done every eight years. Okay. And they also brought forward the age from 50 a couple of years ago. Now they brought the age to 45. That's because of a couple of high-profile cases has really brought this to the consciousness of the general population. Sadly, the actor, Chadwick Boseman, yes, uh -huh. he died at 43, which wow. is a very young age. And, and, and people... Uh are just putting two and two together to to because you know people were saying cancer but they weren't being as specific about what type of cancer he had and now you know of course um i think with the movies and things like that he's probably one of the most recognizable faces of this generation with you know being a cinematic and yep. the, you know, the movies and stuff like that but then when you think about what you're talking about, if they had done this sooner, it might have saved his life. Absolutely. And, you know, I always call colorectal cancer, colon cancer, the Cinderella. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you hear about breast cancer everywhere. You walk, yes. you walk down the street, there's somebody wearing pink and they're talking about breast cancer. Right. And for men, it's prostate, 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 prostate. Right. Nobody talks about colorectal cancer. I, I've... I've and now that you say that, as I said, I think I've heard of this twice in my lifetime. And both times I was in the hospital. It, it was not something that was 
in a magazine or or on the street or people. I think because of Chadwick, it was talked about that. Oh, what type of cancer does he have? Oh, it's prostate. Nope, it's colon. Wow, colon cancer is a thing. But and 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 it was like, oh, this is just something that came into existence in the last few years. But no, this has been around for moons. It's been around all the time. And the thing is, okay, nobody likes to talk about, you know, stools. And mm-hmm, right. That's it, dirty stuff. But leave, leave it in the toilet. Don't even mention it. But it needs to be mentioned. It needs to be brought forward because it's number two. It's bad. Mm-hmm. And we need to catch it early. The earlier we catch it, then we can say, yeah, you're treated and you're done. And if you catch it really early, we can even treat it without surgery. Okay. So, you know, that is do, why we talk about these colonoscopies. Do, do, do you find that, uh, as you said, because of the, I guess, the quiet talk of it, that a lot of people have suffered more because of that? It is. And, you know, when things don't really pop out at you, when, you know, you're just having a few niggles and, you know, that sort of thing, ah, mm-hmm. I'll sort it out tomorrow. Right. And tomorrow. And tomorrow, and next thing you know, it's 365 tomorrows have gone. And you put it to the back corner until it starts giving you bad pain. And when it gives you bad pain, it's late. It's late. It's very late. It's very late. And see, I, I think part of it is the fact with, with and, and once again, folks, if you're just tuning in, we're not making light of any scenario. We're just trying to highlight them equally. And when I said equally, a woman can check her breasts and feel for a lump. A man may have difficulty urinating. He may have difficulty with an erection. And so he may go and try to find out, you know, something is wrong. I'm feeling. But with your colon, because it's so internal, as you say, when there's a pain, it's late. It's late. We don't wait for the pain. We don't want to wait for the pain. That's why we want people to come forward. And the best way of doing it is to come forward for the colonoscopy, get it done. Now, the advantage of the colonoscopy is I can f- see polyps. And when I see polyps, I can remove them. Got, at, the, at the same time? At the colonoscopy. We've got gizmos to do that. Okay, know. yes. I won't go into detail. You okay, know. right. <laughs> but, but you're able to do that when you're actually looking for it, you can do a removal at the same time. Correct. So now... You take the scenario where I find a polyp and I remove it, I send it to the lab. That polyp is gone. That means the that colon, which had the possibility of developing a cancer 10 years from now, that possibility hasn't been removed. So I'm actually preventing a cancer, which is even better than treating a cancer. Mm-hmm. And, and you can do that when you're looking, if you see it, You'll take it for. We take it, take it away, take it away, and send you, it to the lab. Send it to the lab, but you also took it away. So, so absolutely, it, it's it's kind of as you said. If if you think of your your colon as a as a clean pipe, and you come to a spot and it and you clean it and you take it out, you check it and you put it down. How often do do polyps come back? Well, the thing is, polyps take about ten years to do, to turn bad and become a cancer. Mm-hmm. So that's why the original thing was you do a colonoscopy every 10 years because if you got your colon clean for the next 10 years, you're good. Right. So you won't have cancer for the next 10 years. 
of course, there are a few patients which are missed. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing is 100%, but by and large, we're talking about the high 90s. Mm-hmm. So polyps can come back. Certain polyps can come back. And that's why we send it to the lab to look at the characteristics. Okay. So there are grades. If it's a very simple polyp, it is very unlikely for it to come back. Mm-hmm. If it's one that's closer to cancer, which can come back, we would bring forward the colonoscopy and repeat it probably in six months to a year, depending on what the type is. Okay. And then following that, we will repeat it in three years and then five years. Okay. So, so do you find that uh, with colon cancer, is there anything hereditary about it? There are certain colon cancers which are hereditary, and that's why we ask each patient or everybody who comes for colonoscopy about the family, uncles, aunts, grandmothers, grandfathers, anybody who has cancer, especially colorectal cancer. There are certain types which are associated with certain genes. Mm -hmm. And we find that they come in clusters. Like one family might have cancers in the stomach, breasts, and colon. So those are the ones that we can ask them to have genetic testing. Or if a patient has been especially diagnosed early, we ask them to go for genetic testing to see if they've got this particular gene which predisposes to cancer. Okay. Um, what, what's the youngest that you find that develop colon cancer? Now, now mind you, I, I understand that, you know, sometimes things are, are kind of a one-off. You know, th- there's always extreme cases. But in general, would you say, uh, as you said, 45 is what they look for, but should we actually kind of preempt it by starting a little bit earlier? Well, the statistics show that 45 is usually a good age because we think it starts at 50. Okay. But we've been finding now over the last few years that people are getting cancers younger. Okay, now my personal experience, I've been a surgeon for about 30 years now. The youngest patient I've operated on was 21. Now, if we try and (laughs) everybody at 21 will never reach the end. And right. the chances of us picking up that one particular case is very small. Right. So it's all a matter of statistics we look at, and we look at statistics across a wide population. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, in Cayman, we can't have our own, because our own statistics are not, we don't have big enough numbers for us to have statistics. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of a one-off. It, it's, like I tell people, I said, we, the, the study, study here in Cayman is a very micro micro yeah, yeah it, it's very small but uh, we tend to follow the trends of global establishments like the u.s, US. because we are we're, I, I tell people i say we're the closest to being in the u.s without being in the u.s <laughs> absolutely and the thing is you know when you think of cayman it's such we have what 154 nationalities yeah, on it, the island it's a it's a wide spectrum absolutely so you know there's so many characteristics that need to be taken into play into consideration. So the American statistics is what we follow. And their recommendation is 45 now. And that's based on the numbers of patients that they see over a period of time. And, and um, coming back to, to that treatment and management, uh, you were giving us a little bit. Are these available over the HSA? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm a trained colorectal surgeon. I'm accredited UK 
colorectal surgeon. Mm -hmm. And we do, we do almost all the treatments that are available that I had at my disposal in the UK. Okay. Um, with regard to colonoscopy, we have all the equipment and we do all the, the stuff there. We can take away polyps. If there is a cancer within the polyp, we can remove it without having surgery. So that end of the spectrum, we can take care of all the operations. We do all the operations keyhole method that's laparoscopic. Mm -hmm. um, the, there are some people who do robotic surgery for this, but it's only in certain circumstances of rectal surgery that it's been shown to be effect, you know, more effective, mm -hmm. whereas laparoscopic surgery is quite acceptable for all parts of colorectal cancer. Okay. And should we get a patient who's late, we've got also modalities which prevent blockages like putting stents and things, mm -hmm. everything, and follow-up treatments with chemotherapy. We have that all in-house. Okay. The only one thing we don't have at the moment, it's not available in Ireland, is radiotherapy. But that's very, very small proportion of patients with colorectal cancer need radiotherapy. Okay. Most need surgery or chemotherapy or a combination of the two. And, and the combination of the two is really dependent on what they have. Correct. What they have, the type of tumor, how far advanced or how far so, not so advanced. So each, each person really is a very individualized case. They, they, they are hard. Of, of course, we, we take all the information from the whole, but the treatment and also the procedure is very specialized for that person. Correct. And that's why what we do with every single cancer patient, we discuss it in our team. We call this the tumor board. Mm -hmm. Well, it's called multidisciplinary meetings in other places, <laughs> but whatever it is. So we get the surgeon, the oncologist, the radiologist, the pathologist, all the nurses associated with the treatment, and we sit together in a, me in a meeting and we discuss each case. Each person puts forward their expertise and we arrive at a consensus, which is the best treatment plan for that patient. Right. And, so and this encompasses all, all, all aspects of it. All cancers that they're treated at, as, at, at the HSA. So we have a meeting once a week, if, uh, say, over Christmas period, probably once in two weeks. Yeah. But each case is individually discussed and we arrive at a plan. It's not that one person said, no, I've got to do it this way. Mm -hmm. We think together. Everybody puts in their expertise. And right. We arrive at a consensus and say, this is the best treatment plan for this patient and we shall follow that plan. Understandable. And and I think that's a, a, a kudos to the cooperation between everyone at the HSA. I mean, it's a very, it's a, I, I call you guys a, a very tight knit unit of understanding. You guys know, you guys are the best in the business and you have the great knowledge and understanding of decades of information at your disposal. And I think that is a benefit for Cayman. I, I honestly, I can't think of a, of a place in the U.S. where you can have so much in one location at your disposal. So, you know, kudos to you and your teams over there for, for doing a great job. Uh, if you're just tuning in, I'm talking to Dr. Ernest about uh, men and women's health and also when it comes down to colon cancer. Uh, we'll be right back. You just tuned in. This is Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm Chuck Taylor. We'll be back in two minutes. 
HSA's Cardiology Clinic is now located at Smith Road Medical Center. Our cardiology team provides expert care and treatment for heart conditions such as coronary artery disease, heart failure, arrhythmias, hypertension, congenital heart diseases, among others. The new location offers state-of-the-art cardiac diagnostic testing, including echocardiograms, ECGs, and stress tests. To contact, call 949-8600. At HSA, your heart matters to us. The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6534 or call 244-2715. For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky. Why? The Cayman Islands Health Services Authority's General Practice and Public Health Clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top quality care in a comfortable modern space enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new urgent care walk-in clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new general practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit hsa.com. Now back to Healthcare Today with HSA and our host, Chuck Taylor. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor. And Jessa, coming off the tail of Movember, of course, you know, um, November is all about men's health as we move into the month of December, Christmas time. Uh, talking here with uh, Dr. Ernest, uh, a specialist over at the HSA with colon rectal uh, what what's the um I, I guess it's colon rectal medicine is that is that the colorectal colorectal medicine yeah okay and and specifically about uh the idea of colorectal cancer um we were discussing some stuff earlier and i want to kind of take a step back how can i help myself how can i be proactive um you were saying that this is very common in male and female how can my listening public, me, be proactive with our health when it comes to colorectal cancer? The first thing is, and I make this a mantra, when you go to the toilet, look in the pot. Look in the pot. Come on, I ask you, do you look in the pot? And, and you know what? <laughs> the rarity probably is very rare. To, to, it, it, I mean, look, to, okay, you know. <laughs> now, now, mind you, if I'm eating something spicy, then, yeah. then probably, but... Is this something that we should really do? I think it's something we should really do it, make it a daily affair. Because okay. if you see something red, red is danger. Okay. So if there's blood in your stool, you need to see a doctor straight away. Don't make your own self-diagnosis. Mm -hmm. The worst thing in the world was Dr. Google. And, and I, I keep hearing that. Yeah. I, I keep hearing that, that, you know, some sometimes folks... You need to leave it to the experts. Yeah, you know I, I'm I'm a I'm a weekend carpenter, but I'm not gonna go out there and try to put on a roof. I I have tools that I I use, but I may just turn a screw, fix a lock, but I'm not trying to build a house. Yeah, and and, and <laughs> I, oh wow, it's well, scary to hear that. Well, put it this way, uh, in life I'm a plumber. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, in the, I'm the plumber of the body. Right. Right. But if I try to fix the pipes in my house, we, yeah. you'll see water spouts everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't touch that. Right. We, we, <laughs> you you got to... It's good to have information, but at the same time, we need to talk to professionals, especially when it comes to you. Yes. When it comes to yourself. Well, the thing is, see, the ones, uh, the symptom that colon and rectal cancer has is bleeding. Mm -hmm. So if you have bleeding, it is better for a doctor to see it because, first of all, you cannot look at your bottom. Yeah, you, you don't know what you, yeah. E, come on, it's there at the bottom behind you. You can't see it. Mm-hmm. No no point putting mirrors on everything to look at it. You can't see it. You don't know what's going on. Right. You need somebody to have to actually have a look. There are common causes of bleeding from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Among them are hemorrhoids and fissures and all these things are very common. But just because you've got hemorrhoids, it doesn't mean that there may be a cancer lurking a little higher up. And very often doctors were caught out in the past because they didn't think there was something else above. So, so you, re- you really need to be vigilant and do the full, full kind of investigation. That's right. So rectal bleeding, that's what we call it. Blood in the pot. Mm-hmm. Keep looking. You see blood, you need to see a doctor. That's number one. Number two is that you know, you have a regular bowel habit. Mm-hmm. You know how often you go, and some people go three times a day, some people go once in three days. It's all a variation of normal. Mm-hmm. But you have a regular habit. Right. You, you, you know if this has changed over the course of any time. Right. Now, you go and eat some dodgy food from some place there, mm-hmm. and you get the runs for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. That's quite normal. That's what happens to everybody. Right. What infection if, or whatever. Absolutely. Come on, you eat the dodgy prawn somewhere or, you know. Yeah, exa- exactly. Or you're bright enough to eat a big barra. Yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, 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 yeah. okay. That's, you know, that sort of thing. Now, if there is a change in your bowel habit for more than four weeks, that's something different. That tells you something is wrong inside. It's not just something you ate. If it's, you know, something goes off for a couple of days, it passes. You, you, you kind of know what you ate or know what you've been doing and yeah. say, okay, this can be attributed to this That's for, right. for two or three days. That's right. So it's a change in your bowel habit, either going to more loose or going to more constipation for more than four weeks is a danger signal. Okay. You need to see a doctor. If it's one week, two weeks, leave it. But if it's four weeks, you need to see a doctor. And, and you said... Um, the constipation is that is that a, a sign also? Constipation is a late sign okay. of cancer. It tells me that you've already it's already grown so much that it's blocking up the bowel. So it takes at least a year for that to happen from a small cancer. So that's late. That means that you've been ignoring correct quite a few signs. There are a few other things. There are certain ones which on one side of the colon, the right side of the colon, if you have a cancer there, it sits silent. It doesn't cause any symptoms except you start feeling a bit weak and run down. And so that is why we say, look, weak and run down. Anybody can feel weak and run down. And you may get anemia, meaning the blood levels, your drop. iron levels drop. 
Now, that is a very, very common thing. It happens in many other diseases. So it's not specific for colorectal cancer. And it sits there eating away at your body silently. So that is why. Why, why is it on the right side? Because the colon is, you have the stomach, your gullet leads to your stomach. And then from there, there's, a, there's the small intestine, around about 22 feet of small intestine. Just, just 22, 22 feet. 22 feet. Yes. Almost, uh, you know, there's strange jokes that doctors and pathologists crack. Yeah, I, I can yeah. imagine. <laughs> yeah. 22 feet of, of small intestine. Sausages. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Course. Anyway. And then there is the colon, which is about four and a half feet in the bowel. It starts off on the right side where the appendix is, mm-hmm. and it curves up, goes under your ribs, and then comes out on the left side, and then it reaches the bottom. Okay. So there's four and a half feet of colon. And the, on the right side near the appendix, that's if you have a cancer there, it's silent. It doesn't cause any symptoms. And that's why we need to do colonoscopy to pick up those. Because it could be there for many, many years. And many you just years. Don't, you, and don't, you don't know. Okay. And it's such a pleasure treating a patient and be captured early, get the, your treatment done, and you say, good, I'll see you in five years' time, and then I shall say, that's it. Mm-hmm. You're, 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 you're cured. You're, you're clean, clean and clear. Clean and clear. That's probably one of the greatest joy of my job, you know, where you follow up a patient for five years and say, look, you're clear of that cancer. Okay. And it's such. It is um, outside of the, the, the idea of surgery, are there medicines to help also with that? Yes, but the medis- medicines, unfortunately, they only as used as an adjunct, as an add-on. Okay. You can't treat this cancer by medicines alone. If it comes to a stage where it is not curable, then medicines can help in slowing down the disease. Okay. That's chemotherapy. Chemotherapy. And and on average, um, and folks, once again, not, not scaring you, but just getting a understanding of it as you said that five percent that's the percentage that we're talking about at this point in time yeah we do surgery and medicine for a good proportion of patients surgery plus chemotherapy depending on the stage but if we catch it in the early stage surgery is all that's needed okay the next stage it's a mix and match of both it's only in the last stage where we are trying to help with the symptoms mm-hmm. and not really get a cure. Right. It's just a preservation of life at that point in time. Right. Wow. If you're just tuning in, talking to Dr. Ernest, uh, he's over at the HSA uh, colon rectal uh, doctor over that side. My name's Chuck Taylor. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. 
The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6534 or call 244-2715. For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky. The Cayman Islands Health Services Authority's General Practice and Public Health Clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top quality care in a comfortable, modern space enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new urgent care walk-in clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new general practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit hsa.com. Now back to Healthcare Today with HSA and our host, Chuck Taylor. Welcome back. It's Healthcare Today with HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor, and I'm talking with Dr. Ernest here. Uh, We were just talking about um, uh, colon cancer, and um, uh, he was telling me it's quite a long series to deal with. Uh, You were telling me that from start to to God forbid, end of time is 10 years existence. Early stages, almost 100% success rate. Yes. Almost 100% success High 90s. High, High 90s. 90s. Yeah. And when we come down to the latter stage, I, I want to just talk on that a little bit. I, I know people uh, don't like the morbid talk, but we, we have to kind of put it in our mind that this could be in existence if you are not taking care of this and you come down to that 5%. Tell, tell me a little bit about that 5%. There is always an unfortunate circumstance that leads to that. And if it comes to a case where it's incurable, we always focus our treatment then on making the best use or the best, the best way to, for the person to have the last few days. And it's a matter of quality of life. That, that's what I How much they ask. can spend with their loved ones. And that's the most important thing. When it reaches to that stage. That stage. And we are blessed to have an organization on the island, which I don't think there are many other organizations in the Caribbean where we focus on how to help people at that end stage. Mm-hmm. And that's Jasmine. Okay. And... They do such a wonderful job. The, 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 the quality of life, it's scary. And how do you deal with that? You, 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 you can't deal with it on your own, your family. It, it, it's just a lot to compel. Once, the, once your doctor says, hey, we have to have this talk, it's never a great conversation. And it is scary. Jasmine, I, I know of the organization, they are very, they've been there before. And it's a great way to reach out and get help and and kind of come to terms with what's going through. Because it, this it's quite a procedure when someone tells you, you know what, what you have, I can't cure. I can't do anything more other than help you, comfort you to get you through this. Jasmine yeah. is there. And their services are primarily reaching out to the home. Mm-hmm. And it's not only for the patient, it's for the whole family. 
they need the support they need the help and they do offer the support and help even at home let's not just talk about what happens in the, the premises of jasmine itself mm-hmm. it's not, we're not talking about hospice services but we're talking about the outreach services okay the emotional the counseling the alternative re- uh, treatments that have been offered and are offered it's amazing and it is free it's free of charge it's free of charge wow and, and i i think that's the the thing that people kind of don't get cuz you'd never want to be put in this situation but life is like that it it sometimes comes down to that scenario how do you deal with it you know the emotional turmoil you know you, you I, I I can't phantom the words to put into it, but Jasmine has helped hundreds upon hundreds of people in this scenario right here in the Cayman Islands. The word is empathy. Wow. Empathy. I never understood that word for many years. But, you know, having dealt with this for many, many years now, it dawns on me. It's mm-hmm. not sympathy. Mm-hmm. You feel. You feel it. you 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 have you walked feel for them. you have walked through these yeah. sacred hollow halls and this is this is a fact of reality of life this is where we at folks and um you know we we as i said earlier we're not trying to scare you we're not um you know making light of the situation what we need to do is have honest and real conversations about this because this is literally a life and death situation that we're talking about and It, it the, the thing that scares me so much about what we're talking about is that it can be in your system for years and you don't know it unless you go and get checked that's right you just don't know yeah it's silent it's silent and that's what's scary about this is that everybody thinks oh just because it's silent it's not there mm-hmm. no it's lurking there wow Um thank you so much uh, Dr. Ernest for for stopping by here and um thank you for your information um if someone needs to get in contact and 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 make sure that they want to say okay you know what I'm 45 and and I need to go see uh someone at the HSA how, how can I do that Usually it's your general practitioner who refers you to the specialist services mm-hmm. but we are available at the Uh, Smith Road Clinic where the HSA outpatient services is there. Okay. Over on that side. Dr. Ernest, thank you so much for stopping by here spending time with us today and talking about a uh, um a something that is very close to your heart and very passionate about. I can see that. And also folks, um be good to yourself. Go get checked. You know, literally we don't want to have that 5% statistic raised anymore we want to lower it and we can just by being vigilant and being active with our own health and that's what i want you to take away from our talk today thank you so much doctor thank you very much for having me and 
Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas <laughs> to you too. The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6534 or call 244-2715. For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky. HSA's cardiology clinic is now located at Smith Road Medical Center. Our cardiology team provides expert care and treatment for heart conditions such as coronary artery disease, heart failure, arrhythmias, hypertension, congenital heart diseases, among others. The new location offers state-of-the-art cardiac diagnostic testing, including echocardiograms, ECGs, and stress tests. To contact, call 949-8600. At HSA, your heart matters to us. The Cayman Islands Health Services Authority's General Practice and Public Health Clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top quality care in a comfortable, modern space enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new urgent care walk-in clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new general practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit hsa.com. KY.